This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Um, these weeks are starting to fly by and blend again, and I'm just trying to do my best to make them make sense. Um, no need to even even complaining per se, because they they are going to be what they're meant to be. The goal is to have belief in myself that I can get through whatever is placed in front of me, um, no matter how hard that may be or long it may take just to continue to to try to make sure that I'm good. Um Work is is work. It actually kind of flew by this week. I'm trying to get myself more conditioned to really um, just do the time, you know, give the quality that I'm supposed to give to the best of my ability um, and just just get through the day without without drama, without allowing things to deter me from um the energy I need to to get through my day. Um, it's just been a, a rough one in general as it gets closer to these um as it gets closer to birthdays and and holidays for me, um, it becomes a difficult thing for me. And it's it's been this way for a few years now towards the end of the year. Excuse me. Um with Father's Day approaching, you know, I I have an immense amount of sadness, you know, within me just thinking about Kennedy and also thinking about um, not being able to to have a Father's Day with Imani. It's just it's difficult to to try to comprehend uh, with the father with being the father that I am, uh, whether it's f- physical or mental stuff like. I'm just fighting through it through the exhaustion, through the chaos, through everything. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not one of those people who are searching for people to be on my side. I'd rather, you know, fight my battles and and travel the road that's meant for me, regardless of what the outcome is. But it's exhausting. It it really is. Um, Just trying to get through it and and feeling like, you know, there's there's no allies um, that truly understand you know, what's going on, um, on this journey that I'm on. And for the most part, really, it's like, again, I'm, I I don't, I'm not trying to build a a team, um, around me because I don't want to become dependent on other people's opinions and emotions to, to get me through. I have to be able to deal with things that, you know, come on, uh, come across, you know, my purview so that I can, strengthen myself right because that's the idea the idea of um battling these these mental issues that we go through is to get stronger you know a lot of times it's not a lot of cures for certain things or certain chemical imbalances and stuff like that but we can get stronger and um become more tolerant of them and and lower our uh, necessity for you know uh drugs or medicine or or whatever to to keep them under control like i believe there's a a natural remedy for for everything um i just haven't found that balance for me that that helps me right but 
just going through the week with with things that happen is just like you get to a point where you just laugh like because it's, it's it just doesn't make sense like certain things just don't make sense whatsoever and you have to laugh it off right you have to be able to say all right this is this is what it is how do i fix the issue how do i get through it um and how you know what amount of of hurt am i going to allow me allow it to to give me or what allow of pain or, or am i willing to go through to process this this thing for me it's it's where i'm trying to be at in life it's a lot of stuff just don't be worth it right like i i I say all the time I'm not a person. I don't I don't want to argue. Like if we can't have a conversation, like I don't I don't want to argue because I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm not listening. And I know that, you know, when voices get get elevated, it's like it's it's a lost cause. Right? I'm learning that as I deal with these emotions over my kids in general, that it's helping me to recenter you know, my peace and the structure of who I am is helping me truly figure out how to really deal with my, with, with my emotions. Right. I don't want to throw a tantrum. I don't want to, you know, uh, act tough. I don't, I don't want to be uh, overly sensitive or anything like that. I want to be able to control what I really feel, express it. And it'd be that a lot of times we're not given that opportunity. So it becomes difficult for us as as people, not even men or women, because I said multiple times, like there's there's judgment and society societal standards on both parts that really mess us up as human beings that we can't fully express ourselves without judgment. I'm getting to a point to where I'm okay with people not understanding whatever. That's why I isolate. Because for me, the highest level of you understanding is me getting away from you, right? Like if I if I verbally express in a in a calm manner, if I verbally express in an argument, if I express these things and they're still going, that means that you don't understand and you don't care to understand. So isolation becomes key for me, and then the absence will 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 hopefully make you understand. Doesn't mean I'm gonna talk to you again, but hopefully it makes you understand, and hopefully makes you see like, all right, he was trying, but I I didn't care. So this is the consequence of that. That's something that for me mentally I've been dealing with because I'm a lover overall, right? And my goal is never to invalidate anybody or interrupt anybody's peace so when mine is interrupted and 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 it can't be fixed because of lack of of willingness uh to understand it's like it's a frustrating thing i had to be able to let that go and understand it's not it's not me i'm entitled to feel how i want to feel like i i i had to figure it out so that it doesn't be um it's not a thing of anger it's not a thing of trying to control um, anything other than my own peace and my own attitude, my own emotions. So little by little, as I keep going through this stuff with work, as I keep going through this stuff with the kids, as I keep going through this, these situations with my children's mothers, as I keep going through um, the ups and downs of my business, like I'm taking these notes and, I, and I'm learning from it, right? I'm learning from it and I'm saying, all right, Am I willing to go this far or am I willing to to not? Right. And I, I, I come to the conclusion in a lot of situations like I'm not 
I'm not doing that. I've done everything that I possibly can to to make things right, no matter how much I've been hurt. No matter how much I've been disrespected, no matter how much I've offered understanding and not received it. It's like. I, 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 I'm at an age now, I, I just can't. I just can't. And I'm realizing that as I'm continuing to go over um, these obstacles, right? Because I'm a person that believes you keep going through stuff because you're not getting the right lesson. Like there, you might be getting a lesson, but it's not the right lesson that's needed for you to move to that next level. And it takes sometimes it takes one, two, three, four times to um, to get that right lesson. You know, just because you learn something doesn't mean that you have you, you've learned the thing needed for you to move forward. I'm aware of that. So. My frustration is is limited as a result to um, negative things that try to to flood my mind and 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 come against me. I'm a firm believer that when you are faced with greatness, right, meaning you are doing and giving your all to get to the next level, you the the universe is going to send you obstacles. That's the only, unfortunately, that's the only way. And you have to figure out is is the obstacle worth stopping for or do you maneuver around it and just, and just let it go? It takes a while to understand which to let go and, and what not to let go because of the things society teaches us. And so... As I'm going and I and I'm trying to 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 do what's necessary for my growth and my mental health, it becomes difficult because I'm a human being. And though, like I, I keep saying, you know, I block this, block that, don't watch this, don't watch that, but that doesn't um, that doesn't erase the world views, right? Because I still have to go grocery shopping. Um, I still have to be aware of what's going on because I have kids that go to school and like I we can't be hermits per se. I mean I am as a result to, you know, going out and stuff because I just don't want to get COVID again. Excuse me. But um well but I don't want to get COVID again, but I can't I can't force the kids to be hermits with me because of my own fears. Right. I just I have to allow them to to figure out, you know, what's good for them and stuff like that. To an extent, I do kind of be like, yo, don't we're not doing that. But. As as stuff is thrown in my direction. I have to have a good level of tolerance as a result to not being offended, uh, not lashing out, um, not reacting in an emotional, like I have to have a very high tolerance of that, even though like I'm going through so much already. I've become good at, uh, calibrating my responses to things. And a lot of times, like it's to the point to where, it should be painful, but I I just be laughing because I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, what am I going to do about it? Because my focus is getting better. My focus is not getting better for uh, for outside review. My, my purpose is getting better for me. 
Like I, I have kids that that need me. Like that is just simple as that. So I want my mind to be as fresh as possible. I want my mind to be as strong as possible. I don't want to fall victim to the depression. I don't want to fall victim to the anxiety. Um, and the only way for me to do that is not even to remain positive, but to remain logical, remain um, compassionate, remain empathetic, right? Not because I expect that same, that same, um, or not because I expect it to be reflected back to me, but because I need to do that for me because of who I want to be. See, before I was just a punching bag and I just like I was just I was trying to be peaceful and trying to be gentle and try to be accepting just because that's how I interpreted I was supposed to be to obtain love. And I was miserable for that. And so even as I start pulling myself out of that, mentally I was struggling because I was like, no, that's that's me. That's who I am. That like like no, you're not doing you're you're not being bad to me. I, I did something wrong. Right? I said something wrong. I did something to offend you. Like you're supposed to cuss me out if I scratch the pan. Like that's normal. And then I'm like, no. No, that that's that's not normal. You're supposed to encourage me by telling me I'm not shit and I'm not working hard enough when I'm really working, you know, I'm doing everything that I pop, like, no, it's not supposed to be that. But I had to keep going through stuff like that for me to be like, hey, that don't, nah, that don't make me feel good. I had to keep doing that. That was that was without me really knowing that was messing up my mind. Cause again, I'm going off societal standards. Like, nah, I gotta deal with this. Like, you my girl, I love you, like whatever. Like in my mind, everybody go through this. I don't have a lot of light of real, I don't I don't have a lot of real um examples of healthy relationship and marriages. I just don't. So I'm just going with whatever, you know, piece in this from that couple, piece in that from that, you know, from this couple, yada, yada, and going on. And I start realizing I had been doing that for so long in my entire life, not as it, not even only as it results to romantic relationships, but I had been doing that with parenting. I had been doing that with, with work. I had been doing that with exercise. I had been doing that with things that I cook. Like I just, I, it hit me like, yo, what are you doing? And it hit me like, at some point, you have to say, I know this is what I'm used to growing up, but it doesn't make me feel good. And now I got to figure it out. Once you start figuring yourself out of what you want, the moment that it does not align with Things society thinks of you 
for your age group, for your specific gender, for your race, for your ethnicity, for your uh, social status, for your financial class, right? The moment it doesn't line up with what society says, the conflict comes between you and everybody. That change dictates how your life is going to go on, how comfortable it's going to be with the with the friends and relationship that you have now. Um, is going to be an indicator if you're going to be able to keep those relationships and or friends as you move on and you try to get to the place that you need to be. We're pack animals by nature. But if the leader of the pack is a plum fucking fool and we're all just following that, just because nobody else done it different or or nobody uh spoke out loud like this is why everybody or a lot of people live life in secret they scared to figure it out in the open for me i don't care i'm going to figure it out in the open my 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 success is going to be shown along with my failures because i don't i i don't have time to hide who i am I just, I I don't, you start allowing people into your space and then you got to deal with this opinion, that opinion, yada, yada, whatever. Now this is me. Either we're going to rock or or, are we not? That's one thing that, that going through this, um, going through the struggle has, has helped me with is just understanding like, this is me. You're not going to bully me. You're not going to disrespect me. You're not like, you're not even going to have access to me if it's not respectful. Doesn't matter who it is. I'm not a tough guy by 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 no means. I'm very emotional. People who know me know I'm very, very emotional. Very. I'll cry at the drop of a hat, but I'll also slap the dog shit out of somebody if they take it there. But that's that comes from me always willing to bow down to my partners, always willing to bow down in the in the friendship circle, always willing to bow down, you know, not wanting to be a bully to my kids. But then in all of those situations, when you think about it, it's like, no, you you have equal, if not more power that you can exert. I'm just not a person of conflict because I'll be willing to die about stupid shit. I'm too old. I'm way too old for that. I'm not a. I, I don't. I don't like conflict because it takes me to a place that's easy for me to go. I say this often. Negative energy is easy for me. Not trying to act like my parents was uber negative or you know uh, uh, my family is uber negative, but where I grew up in the time that I grew up is it's extremely negative. So when you see that constantly, you like like. I come from a time where not fighting, like that's weird. Like, wait, what happened? And you and you didn't punch him in the face? Like that's weird. That's how that's how much we are used to fighting in the time frame and area that we that I grew up in. So as an adult, it's like I can't I can't do that. I, I'm ashamed that it it took me as long as it did for me to even start my journey to, to finding myself. Like I had a midlife crisis when I was like 25, 26, like I was bugging. 
about just, I don't want this type of life. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want, like I had this, this high fucking hatred towards my dad because of things that happened. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't even want to care about that shit no more. Like it's things that that I really wish, for, like my from a biological dad and my stepdad. I wish that the relationships was was different in a way, not at not in a complaining way because both of them allow me to be who or or in the in the in the best way that I can explain it. Both of their presence allowed me to be who I am today, or lack thereof. The things that I wanted to to like the like the idea of what I saw a uh, uh, son and father was different than what I received all around. That has a lot to deal with my struggles as a parent now. My idea of a relationship again, I've been in relationship mode since I've been eight years old. That's an ongoing family joke. I'll be forty in November. Like, I've been, like, a lover since I've been eight. A genuine, like, hey, I got to protect and provide for you. That has a lot to do with what I go through now and not understanding. Like, yo, I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing and you taking advantage of me. I'm thinking I'm being a good friend and you taking advantage of me. But I'm listening to and looking at things that are happening around me at a consistent level. And I'm like, Oh, that like, it's a one size fits all. And now, you know, I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost because I haven't made a map to, of me, right? These stepping stones and these, these checkpoints are things that I see and I'm hoping they'll work for me. Hey, if I love you this hard, this is going to work. We're never going to be apart. If I give you this gift, you're going to love me forever. If I continue to give you this gift, you're going to love me. If I continue to be who you want me to be, you're like, and I had to learn. Because once that is no more, once you stop being who they want you to be and you start being you, it doesn't work. It took me so long to to even have the courage to attempt to figure that out. And it became difficult for me on the emotional side because now I don't trust nobody. Like I'm like you don't have to work for me like I work for you. You gonna have to love if I buy you something, you better you you better figure it out. If I do something for you, you better do something for me. Like all that, like, like I'm just going to do everything and I'm going to spoil you and I'm going to be a best friend and I'm going to be this and I'm going to do, hey, you better be ready to cry with me. You better be ready to rub my stomach. You better be ready to feed me like I feed you. Like, it, 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 hey, this is a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. I can't keep losing my mind trying to deal with these things and I don't have no backup. Like that was my biggest thing uh, of all of my relationships. Uh, well, not all of them. My relationships with both of my kids' mothers. It was like, where is my backup? 
How are you going against me while I'm going against the world? And I'm doing everything that you're asking of me. But you expect perfection. While you're not like you're you're not even giving me half a percentage of perfection, but you want perfection for me. And the moment that it's it, it's off in the slightest and it doesn't fit whatever or something that irk your nerves, I'm not shit and and I'm a bum and I can't and it's arguing. And then what do I do? No, baby, it's it's okay. Da 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 da. Because I'm living for you. I'm living because I don't want you to be able to tell nobody that I was a bad partner. I'm doing all this stuff because I don't want to, I don't want you to be able to to tell anybody that that I'm a I'm a bad parent, right? Anybody who know me knows that when it comes to parenting, that's my shit. I complain because I'm supposed to complain. They they my kids. They get on my nerves. But people who know know me, people who see me with my kids, they know what's up inside my mom. They know I don't play about these kids. I do not play about my responsibility with these kids. But one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going I'm not going to create chaos and I'm not going to create more emotional and mental trauma on my kids out of my ego and trying to battle one of my my kids moms. I'm not about to do that. These kids for all I care these kids can hate me. And then when they finally find me and want to talk to me and then we we get the real out, I'll deal with that before I be the one to create trauma from arguing, um, arguments, fights, police. I don't have time for that. I've dealt with hatred for so long. And my problem is I was never strong enough to say, you know what, that's that's your opinion. Cool. But I was allowing hatred and I was allowing malice and I was allowing disrespect to to become my identity. And I start feeling this way about myself. I started allowing people's perspective of me to affect my self-esteem when I know who I am. I just was too scared to be that. I was too scared to put my foot down, per se, and say, I don't like this. I don't like how you speak to me. I don't like how you maneuver in this relationship. I don't like how you speak about me. I don't like how you behave and think that it's okay. Now I'm too scared because I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be by myself. I work too hard. I love too hard. I don't want to do it. But then as my mind start going the way that it's going, now, hey, say what you're going to say. I've got a whole nother battle that I'm, that I'm fighting outside of, of what the world is going through. I've got a whole battle that I'm fighting. I've got a whole mental grenade in my mind that I'm, I'm just trying to make sure the pen don't get pulled. I could care less of an outside opinion of me that I didn't ask for. That is the quickest way that we lose our minds. I'm telling you that from experience. 
I had to understand that. I had, it's okay, like when you wilding because like there are certain people that could that if I'm tripping out or whatever, and they like, hey, bro, you you tripping? That don't that's that's not you. I'm accept that, right? I'm not saying I'm above opinions as in uh being corrected. I'm not. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when people start making their perception of me with their emotions instead of facts is where I'm like, go ahead. I was there. I don't let that type of stuff get to me. I'm at a space now to where like I used to mentor people right on a, on a one-on-one and I used to listen like closely um, to to their problems and stuff like that. And it always bothered me because I'm like, yo, you, you you could leave. Right? You could leave. I know it's easier said than done. But the more and more I start going through this mental thing and I'm going through these weeks, and I'm like, dang, like it really be crazy. Like in some days you just don't have the strength to say, like, fuck it, I'm done. So you start to do the little things that you can to realign your peace. And hopefully you get through another week and you keep doing that. And week by week by week, you know, turns into forever. And you start getting used to the arguing. You start getting used to the disagreement. You start getting used to the disrespect and it becomes normal to you. I'm grateful for going through these mental health checks, taking that that this opening time to to get these things out off off my chest so that they don't become normal. Because the normalcy of this is what got me into the position that I'm in right now on an emotional level, which was already at a high um, a high level of. Was already at a high level of discomfort. Losing like losing Kennedy just triggered everything. I was already going through stuff mentally. I was already like just trying to battle and and just stay focused and and align myself to peace. And then that took it over the edge and I start seeing things much clearer. I can't say I was raised like this. Like it bothers me when I when I hear people say like like it ain't grown. Grown people, oh, well, this I was taught this when I was a kid. Okay, so what happened when you got out, start paying your own rent, start working your own job, start cooking your own dinner, start raising your own kids? Like, what happened? You 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 just said that was it. See, we don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that generational curse of refusing to figure it out for ourselves. We rely on what the generation before us said it was or uh or whatever the action was that we inherited for me I, I i had to stop that i had to stop just relying on things just because i saw them being done if it works of course i, I i'm yo i got that from you know my mom my brother my grandma my nana my uncle whatever if it don't work i'm just not gonna do it but i'm gonna be comfortable with that right 
When you make that decision of I'm going to go my own way with this particular situation, you got to be able to stand on that. So for me, figuring it out is a is a generational curse that we 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 hold on to for whatever reason and it's unnecessary. Like we refuse to figure it out. It's always, well, this is how it was. Nah, it don't work. Cause if it worked, you would you if it if it worked, you wouldn't even have a debate in your mind about it not. Once I start like really like all right, looking for me and looking for my peace, that was my indicator that things weren't working. Excuse me. My indicator was if I had to question a remedy, uh, a phrase, an action that I learned from the generation before me, if I had to question it, it wasn't for me. Because that clearly means that I think that it's wrong or else it would have been second nature for me to just do it. It's okay to be like, yo, that... That that's wrong. <laughs> it's okay for you also to not be sure if it's right or wrong. Try your way. And if that way is wrong for you and yours to go back to the thing that you're like, all right, well, I tried it my way. It didn't work. Let's try it grandma's way. But it goes back to you having to be strong enough to to want to to want to deal with that for yourself. And a lot of times, again, we, we grow up not being in control of our self-esteem. We grow up wanting to be, oh, you're pretty, you're handsome, you're this. And that's what being a kid is based off of. Oh, you're so adorable. You're so cute. Fam, can you count? Do you know your fucking colors? You cute, but why is your shoes on the wrong feet? Like, like, quit basing my life off of handsomeness or cuteness. Like, like, let's let's be let's teach our people to be self sufficient early on. Let's help their self esteem early on. Because there's people out here that's still dealing with self uh, self esteem issues because they base their life off of their family telling them they're cute and they're handsome all the time, and then when they get older and, and don't realize that beauty is perspective, and you could be the finest thing in the world to to someone today and someone tomorrow be like you ugly as hell and now you feel ugly because now 10 people told you you're ugly when a thousand people told you you beautiful and handsome your entire life you can't sit there and say well when i was little they told me i was cute when i was little i did a beauty pageant when i was little i had muscles when i you can't do that you got to figure it out But you have to, you got to want to figure it out, right? That's where, that's where, uh, that's where the difficulty came in for me because it was, do I want to figure out how to, to, to move 
for my own need or am I still trying to figure out how to move because I want to be in a relationship and I want to make this relationship work? And once I said, no, it's about me figuring it out for me so I can feel good, so I can be a better person, so I can be a better parent, so I can be a a better uh, employee, so I can be better in my own business, so I can be a better cook Um, for me. Yes, it becomes difficult because you have to be able to push all of that out of your mind. You have to be able to push out what you saw on TV. You have to be able to push out what you see in commercials. You have to be able to push out what somebody did 20 years ago, 15. You have to be able to push all that stuff out. And as parents, we don't have the luxury not to really know stuff. We don't. We got about two seconds. We about got two to three seconds to note some, or they're going to go to the first thing they can figure out, which is YouTube. And we all know nine times out of 10, it take you a minute to find what you need on YouTube, but kids are going to go to that first two things. And that first two thing is going to be, the, that's going to be what they do. So I low key be, be, be not spying on them in the, in a way that is invasive, but I be ear hustling. I need to know not necessarily what you doing in detail, but I just listen for trigger words. So I'm like, all right, I got to look and see what that video game is. All right. I got to see what that art, that, uh, that rap artist is. All right. I got to see what that anime is just so I can know if they ask me, I'm never afraid to say, I don't know, but let's see, because again, I'm going to learn it with you. We're going to learn it together so that we both can become um, efficient about it. I'm not like, I don't care if my, if my kids ask other adults um, about things that I don't know about. I'm not dumb that way, but I am very big on, Hey, explain to me how it was explained to you because is, is you explain it from outside of my house, Right. You're explaining from wherever you are. You're explaining at the school. You're explaining at the rec center. Like you don't, you don't know the inside of the house stuff. So I'll ask the kids, like if it's if it's not too invasive. Hey, what was that about? All right, that was that was a good lesson, and then I'll be able to apply what I know about them from inside the house. I don't say, hey, don't listen to that person, whatever. I'm going to take that teaching because the outside view of them is important because they have they are outside. They don't have the luxury like me to to just I'm just at home. My nine to five is at home. My business is at home. Um, Like I said before, it's very rare that I actually walk around. Um, the grocery store, walk around anywhere due to my fear of, you know, getting COVID again. But they go to school. They work. You know, they they have friends they play basketball with. Um, I live in Arizona, so that's a difficult, you know, thing racially. So I have to to be attentive to that while allowing them to grow. So I give them that freedom of learning things. And, you know, I hear them, oh, such and such said, da, 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 as a learning lesson. Oh, cool. That was, that was a good lesson. Sometimes I don't have anything to offer. 
And I'm fine with that. I don't tell, like, if it's something that I don't have anything to offer, I figure it out for me. Like, oh, okay, cool. Not to, not to out-advise whoever is advising them, but to be an ally of that avocation. Because I want my kids to be able to grow in and not be in the same space that I'm in mentally at any time. I want them to figure out earlier than I did that it's okay to want to do things, you know, for themselves, to want to um, be selfish properly. Like, that's one of my biggest lessons for for them is being selfish properly in a, in a healthy way so that you can enjoy things like it. Like I haven't been able to enjoy myself ever because I've always been giving, giving, giving. And then when it, when, when, when giving turned into my identity, the moment that I, I wanted to be selfish, it was out of malice. It was a mind, mind, mind thing. That's unhealthy for me. Like, I don't want to be selfish to the point to where I want it just so you don't have it. I want to be selfish in a healthy way. Like, nah, I need this. I need to do this for me. Because it's going to make me feel better. And in turn, I'm going to be able to be a better person, a better partner, a better, a better father. I had to figure it out. I spent years and years and years not understanding this. I spent years wanting to be a part of a relationship. I spent years wanting to be in love and wanting to give my love and stuff like that. And I never stopped to think like, at what point does somebody want to be with me? A relationship is not one person Wanting to be with the other person. A friendship is not one person just really wanting to be friends with the other person. But I never looked at life that way. All I cared about was I want a relationship. So I'm going to do what I think I should do to keep a relationship. I'm going to do everything they ask of me as a friend. I'm going to do everything they ask of me as an employee. I'm going to do everything they ask of me as a family member. You get lost in that. And you... Again, I said last week, because you're a giver, you're a giver of time, you're a giver of advice, you're a giver of gifts, you're a giver of all these things. You don't really you don't realize that you're not getting back. And you don't realize what you are doing to yourself mentally. Especially like for me, I, I, I live here and I don't have no no blood relatives here. Right. And I'm not in this this mega financial uh, situation where I could just travel if I want to. I have to save up because it's me and four kids. Or I have to be willing to sacrifice 
road trip time with kids, right? So being able to being able to mentally stay stay focused and try not to say, well, why haven't nobody come see me or you know why haven't we we even talked about or uh even meeting in the middle or or things like that because you're so used to doing everything in every situation other people suffer for that because now it becomes something that you can't turn off right like i tell the kids all the time like Depression doesn't know you're my kid. So if I say to you, hey, give me a second. I'm in a fog. I like I'm trying to figure it out and you keep on, keep on, keep on. Luckily, I haven't. But. There's a chance that I'm a snap on you. Not because I'm really mad at you, but because I'm in a fog and I'm trying to process it and you just being my kid. You're not doing nothing wrong. You just being my kid. But I had to figure out how to to explain that to them and show them what that looks like. Right. So for me. When I'm in my fog. I'll tell them, hey, I'm going to go in my room for a little bit. I'll go in there. I'll close my door. And uh, King, my my I'm starting to lose how these kids are uh, to now. 12. My 12-year-old, he always peeks his head in. Always. You good? And I'm like, boy, what you want? I'm just checking on you because I'll be in there in the dark, uh, shades drawn, just just either uh, playing one of my Tomb Blast games and watching Psych, right? And he'll dip his head in. I'm checking on you. All right, bro. 10 minutes to pass. I'm just checking on you. And that's his way because he, he don't want to lose me, right? Like he don't he don't let me fall too far, right? He always he's always there to be like you. I'm just checking on you, even when I say, "Yo, y'all need to chill, y'all need to relax, whatever." In the morning, in the morning, it's Junior. Um, I'll never be. I don't never see Twin like unless I come out. And but again, it's part of the process. When I don't see him. I get my butt up in a funk or not. I had to figure it out because I got to be present for my kids. Even though depression doesn't know they're my kids, I know they're my kids and I have I don't have the luxury to to let the fog remove me from being a father. They didn't ask to be here. And so I can't say, well, I didn't live with my biological father, so I don't care if y'all live with me or not. I can't say I went through this with my with, with my with my father that raised me, so this is how it is, yada yada. I can't do that. I I can't. It doesn't work for them. The way the relationship or uh, uh, the relationship that I have with my bio dad and my stepfather, it don't work with them. 
I grew up in a different time, a different, uh, in a different atmosphere, had different type of friends, a uh, different type of vices um, than my kids have. Right? It's a whole different atmosphere and situation that I am in here. I had to learn how to be a man here. I had to learn how to to love myself here through fail through failed relationships. I had to learn how to be a father over again because I was basing my my fatherhood off of the relationships of my bio dad and my stepfather. So I'm doing things that that I'm like, all right, that was cool from that. That wasn't. And I'm just making a pot of gumbo of all these different things and it's not working. So I had to figure out what worked. I had stepkids at, at one point. The babies was calling me dad. It affects me that they're not with me no more. Again, ego and a bad relationship. I was a part of their life at a very important time for them. I mean, day to day, them was them them were my guys. Them are my guys. If I saw them today, I don't have no ill will towards their mama or them. They're my babies. But I had to figure out how how to maneuver through that. I had to figure out like it's it it goes much more. See, people don't people don't understand the connections that you make. For me, if 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 once them kids start calling me dad, them them my kids. Regardless, if they call me today, I'll do whatever I can to help them if they ever needed help. I don't know what they're doing with their lives right now. And it really isn't my concern. I'm not searching for them out of respect. I'm not doing anything. But if they find me and call me, I don't care if those are my uh, my biological kids or not. For years, them kids call me dad and I have a responsibility to them if they're willing to accept that. But I had to figure it out. I'm sitting here and I'm 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 I'm. Dealing with my kids, losing my daughter, losing these three boys, losing Kennedy. Like, it's so much that I'm losing. And I had to allow my ego to die. I had to sit in a space to where, all right, this is chaotic. And not chaotic in a way where there's fights and there's... um, open chaos or police reports in the sense of damaging property and pulling up on people's job. Like it's none of that type of stuff. I, I pride myself in that is that no matter how crazy um, any of the situations got, I was able to figure out my peace before any excessive violence happened. Abuse did happen. Not me towards them, but them towards me. Yes. And it's fine. It's not fine, but. I found my peace in failure. I found who I was because I figured it out. 
No. This ain't reality TV. We ain't millionaires. You're not about to slap me and then on the next commercial, we sipping champagne like, girl, that was crazy. No, fuck away from me. You're not going to keep on getting me to continue to give, 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 and there is nothing giving back. And you being shady and, and don't think I'm real. And this is the saddest part about who I was. And, and, and it is what it is. I knew somebody was doing me dirty. Two occasions. Two relationships. I knew it. And I'm always like, nah, nah it ain't that. And then years later, you find out it is that. And I'm like, nah, I can't, that can't be me. So I'm willing to remain single. I'm willing to, to chill and relax. I'm willing to be by myself in order for me to love on me because it's more beneficial to my mental. It's more, uh, uh, for me, it's more pleasing because I'm not going to hurt me no more. Because I only hurt me when I'm in, in this competition to love you. You doing everything for you. Like I tell the kids, y'all, I, I don't bug y'all about nothing. But somebody got to have my back. I can't give my all to everything and nobody gives me nothing. I can't hold y'all up and hold y'all down. That goes for the same in, in relationships. I can't give you all of me and you give me nothing. What type of life is that? You shouldn't even want that. But again, that's a me thing for not challenging you enough to, to say, hey, this ain't how you should be towards me. I love you and I know you feel for me. So let's let, like, do you want to figure it out? Not after chaos. Not after you push me into a reaction and then now you you turn the tables on me because I reacted to your behavior. We're stuck in this 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 argument and this disagreement with with uh, men and women that that ha that that share kids, but the relationship don't work. I know it's super ideal to to remain in a relationship that kids are involved, but a lot of times it don't happen. But where is the love? I'm not talking about if you was disrespected in a relationship and y'all broke up like it, it just it was just hella disrespect. I'm talking like if legit y'all just broke up because y'all just had some differences. That immediately makes you hate that person. Society really puts us in a situation to where it's like the moment you become a parent that's single. Society immediately puts you as the bitter baby, baby, baby mama. Society immediately puts you at jealous baby daddy. Immediately. No matter what you say, no matter how cool you two are, no matter if you are able to calm down or not, because society does this, we are at odds with each other for no reason. As we we humans. But once we become parents, it's like that's our identity. So you're not allowed to make a mistake in a relationship because you got kids. The moment you make a mistake in a relationship that you have kids. Is when they behead you. 
They don't look at no other factors. They don't they don't look at uh, maybe you stressed out. Maybe you depressed. Maybe you um, had a hard time with this. Maybe you had a bad day. It took you too far. They don't look at none of that. All I can't believe you he, you let him do this and you got his baby. I can't believe you let her do that and you got her baby. And we lose this sense of humanity towards each other and we just allow people to talk 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 and we keep on watching and listening to this negativity about each other on a grand scale and now we find ourselves in opposition my baby mama this uh da 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 oh my baby daddy this da 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 i told you guys i'll never speak ill will of either of my kids mothers we was both in the situations that we know what was and what wasn't done i don't care i'm she could say what she, they could say what they want to. They're my kids' parents. Do I wish the situations were way better? Of course. Are they? No. But I don't want to be a part of the group of saying negative things about them when the relationships just really don't be working. We have to get to 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 that point as a whole. Again, if if y'all if the situation is it's like hateful and y'all violent and like it's going crazy, I get it. All right, cool. We that hey. But the more and more we we allow ourselves to con- like look for this these outside opinions, we never gonna be whole. We never going to be able to get through life. We're always going to have a dependency on someone else's opinion to help us parent, to help us be in relationships. That's why for me, I'm very, very private as a result to relationships, because you're not about to be adding these dumbass opinions that you got off of reality TV to my household. That's entertainment. I'm not playing. This ain't a play to me. This is my life. But you get with these people and it's like, oh, you want to keep me a secret because you out here, you got hoes and oh, and, and on the flip side, oh, you're not posting me as your guy because you probably got uh, cats all in your DMs. No. Y'all haven't learned all this stuff that y'all put in people's face. Now it's like, nah, don't don't shut up now. We need we need to see it all. I don't judge people who who. Or uh, put their relationship on social media. I don't care. But be strong enough to ha- to handle your relationships when the opinions start flying in. Don't let that flood your mind and disrespect your relationship and distort your view of your partner, whether you have kids or not. A lot of people haven't figured that out. A lot of people take these these trolls personally. I like, like y'all don't know what what y'all do to uh, to people with the comments that you make, the doubt that you put in people's mind. Yeah, they should be strong enough because they're putting their business out there. However, it's like at some point who who's worse? The person who's trying to just show um, the levels of relationship and maybe doing it as an example. And I'm not talking about quote unquote influencers. I'm talking about like real people who, you know, show their relationship. I don't know what's worse them showing it and growing together. Um, knowing people are going to, 
to have an outrageous and unnecessary opinion about the smallest things that are going to make you question it or the person leaving the comment. I just wish that the like at some point the tables turn and we understand whether we are single parents or not that we benefit from each other. As hurtful and uncomfortable as it is to probably say, right? I don't boast my single fathership because it's not necessary in most situations. But I see why people do it. And I understand it because of how hard shit be getting by yourself. When you feel like you were the only one doing something, I like fam, I understand it. And so I have no judgment towards them that are able to do that. When I hear that though, it makes me want to reach out to that, single parent male or female because I want to learn what you I want to learn what you learned as a single parent because that might help me but I'm scared because I'm supposed to be against you because you said all men ain't shit and I said well I'm a single dad and I'm shit So now I got to argue with you instead of doing what I really want to do, which is, hey, I struggle with that. How did you get your kids to do that? Can we meet up? Can you like like not to be together? That's the issue. It's like, oh, I can like if I talk to you because you have kids, we got to be together because nobody going to want anybody that has kids. There needs to be something in our minds that say, yo, I see you posting this about your kid every week. My kid went through that as well. That exact thing. Do you mind having a a further conversation about that? We're stuck in this competition. We're stuck in this egotistical mind frame that we got to fight. And we're so dumb as 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 people. We willing to keep it going because of our egos. We willing to see somebody like like realistically, I wonder how many single fathers out there like for real, for real. Right. I wonder how many single fathers notice single mothers accomplishing something that they've been trying to accomplish with their kids and genuinely think like, man, I should reach out to that person. Cause honestly, and I'm, and I'm speaking for myself. I, I see that and I like, I'll say something positive or whatever, but I get so scared to be like, Hey, I'm going through that with my own kids because I feel like our, our society has made me feel like now I got to try to get at you. 
because you won't help me if I'm not trying to offer you nothing like a relationship. I wonder how many other men think like that. I wonder how many other women think like, man, like I want to be in a relationship, but I know I got kids. Or I don't want to be in a relationship, but I have sons and I like how he maneuvers with his son. But I don't want him to feel like I'm asking him for help because I want to be with him or I'm asking him for a conversation because I'm like, we don't have that. I'm sorry. Like parenting is not parenting. I don't I don't like after parenting together and parenting dolo, it's not the same. It's so many things that you have to figure out when you are the one doing everything. This is why I don't under I don't understand even when relationships break up. I don't understand the parent that keeps the kid away from the other parent. I know you're struggling. I I, I know. I I would never understand that unless the other parent is just a fucking douche and like incapable of keeping the kids safe i i understand but when do we when do we as people start saying to society man don't nobody got time for that shit i should be able to see a, a, a another single dad a single mother and be able to ask questions without it being weird without ego being in place I should be able to see TV shows. I should be able to, 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 if I'm on social media, if I'm reading articles, I should be able to read where there's a, a, a parent group, a co-ed parent group of single, single dads and single moms. And everything we have these opinions of each other and it's a, it's a, Overall, men ain't this, women ain't that. Single moms looking for child support and single dads don't get child support. Like, it's so much false narrative. And I know, like, we as the one person, like, and I always feel sorry for that person. The one that's like, but not all. That's not my situation. Because that turns into a hit dog on holler. When reality is just that person just feeling attacked just as a whole because they keep hearing it over and over and over and they just want somebody to listen to them and understand that they are more of an ally than an enemy. But society is so quick to get on somebody's head. Oh, well, the numbers show this. Do the numbers really show that or are you not willing to see that? There's people that are not like that. The more TV, the more radio, the more social media, the more reality shows, the more the more you get in line with that, the the least opportunity you have to figure out who you want to be and how you you want to maneuver. We get so scared to stand alone. We get so scared to give our real opinion on stuff um, because of how fast you are criticized for that. Nobody takes into account the human evolution that or, 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 or the evolution that you went through from 
being a child to where you are now and where you were raised and the things you went through and stuff like that. Nobody wants to sit down and have a peaceful conversation. They just want you to say, this is my situation and all of y'all can fuck off. And when you have a world full of people who are telling everybody to fuck off, nobody wants to to be the one to say, hey, I know you said fuck off, but I really feel like we can learn from each other. Everybody is so scared. And I'm saying scared loosely. I don't want nobody saying I ain't scared of shit. Because nine times I'm saying those people are really scared, but I just I don't want to deal with it. Like I said, I'm not with conflict. I'm not with confrontation. The ego will be the death of our legacy. Like somebody has to be able to stand up so that this war that we have to be right and this war that we have to be first can be diluted some so we can start maneuvering through life with common sense. We have to figure out a way to do that. It's imperative that we 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 figure that out. And more than likely, I know it's already figured out, but it's no money in peace. It's no money in cures. It's no money in calm. The world wants us to be chaotic. Because that gets money, that gets rating, the idea of, of maybe having a cure or something. So much money in that. But when are we going to just stop and be like, yo, something got to change? I know I'm one person, but if a multitude of people just stop and, and and not be afraid to be who they're supposed to be, like it could be some changes. We keep relying on policies and laws only. But what are we doing as a people? Yeah, get out there in the open and protest and do all that and say your opinions and stuff. But when the lights is off and it's just us and our communities, our neighborhoods, our churches, our uh, our recitals with our kids and all that type of stuff. Who are we? Who are we? And this weekend, this weekend is, is Father's Day. And it's a tough one for me. It's a real tough one for me. It triggers so many emotions of, you know, me growing up and wanting a certain relationship with with, with my bio dad. Um, me getting love from my uh, father who really raised me. Um, me getting love that I wanted from my bio dad, from, you know, my uncle. Um it's just triggering. You know, me realizing that, you know, I'll never have a Father's Day with Kennedy. Me realizing that I, I haven't had but two Father's Days with Imani and she don't deserve this. And just not knowing how to really fix that relationship um, just in general. And then also dealing with my sons and them like understanding that they have other siblings, Right. Me having, you know, kids with my ex-wife and then me having, you know, additional kid with my then girlfriend. 
it's, it's the hardest thing for me. I never wanted to have two baby moms. I never, I never wanted that just solely because of the confusion, not because of, um, what people would say on the outside. I just never wanted to have to choose and split my time with any of my kids. I went into my marriage with the intentions on it working. I went into my relationship with my, with my daughter's mom before she was even conceived with the intentions on it working. And it didn't. And that frustrates me. So I had to figure it out. I had to sit my ass down like, yo, I can't keep losing kids, yo. I can't like each of my adult relationships involve kids in a in 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 whatever way. And for me, I'm more concerned about how those kids are going to grow up and see life more than I am of me not having the relationship and not having, you know, full access to the kids. We got to figure out how how we fix those things. And for me, it's not about my ego. It's about me being able to sit down and and say, yeah. This is what the situation is, but I don't I don't really care about that. At this point, we don't have to talk about it. as long as all the kids is good and being treated fairly. Like We don't have to talk about none of that shit. I didn't figure out the importance of just being able to 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 reduce the level of egotistical thoughts until I start having to love on myself. I'm not a person that really cares about gifts. I'm not a person that really cares about none of that. Because I care for me as a human being now. Like I'm trying to get healthy and I'm I'm working out and doing my thing for me. I'm down 18 pounds for me. I'm not trying to look sexy for for anybody, but in the event that I do, what's up with it? I'm here for for a good time, not a long time. Now I understand why people say that. Because we start letting these things stress us out to the point of no return. And it's just like you just live a miserable life and you just like, oh, I need a million dollars. I need like and you just want to be rich. And and, oh, if I don't make this money, if I don't do this, if I don't travel this, if I don't travel that. Like, really, is that what you want? Like what? Like like for me. I had to really start like grasping what my full level of fun is for me not seeing people travel not buying fancy cars not any of that outside stuff but what do I feel will make me happy overall and then I had to start working on it not for my kids not to obtain a relationship um, not to be cool with my friends, not none of that shit, but for me, it's so, like, I'm telling you, it's so much that you find out when you stop being afraid of yourself. 
The moment you you are you are able to stop being afraid of you and you start looking yourself in the mirror and you start lining shit up that you want to line up and you stop telling yourself you can't do this and you can't do that. But you start finding a way to do these things that you're wanting to do and willing to do to better your life. Like as long as it's not taking nothing from my kids, I'm willing to do whatever to reach the goal. uh, The goals that I set for me to be happy. As long as what I'm doing doesn't alter my kids living situation and how I provide for them. No, like we, we, we getting there. It's no longer everything goes to the kids. Fuck them kids. We're going to split it. We're going to split it equally. If anything, when I say everything was going to my kids and that put me in a situation to have nothing. I'm not mad. I just didn't understand. My mind said, all right, I hear people always talking about child support. I hear people always talking about money. Nobody really talk about time. Like if you really think about it, oh, my baby mom don't pay child support. My baby dad don't pay child support. It's never the like the overall argument is never the time, especially like when I was growing up. So I'm like, all right, I got kids. The relationship not working. The marriage is, is broken. I'm no longer with my daughter's mom. So the best thing that I can do is give my check, give half to to my daughter's mom, give half to my kids uh, mom and then keep twenty dollars. Only thing I did know is that if you don't pay child support, you go to jail. So in my mind, I'm like here. But what did that do? They had me sleeping on people's couches. They had me catching a bus, not being able to afford a car. They had me getting beat up by bums on the metro or getting attacked by bums for my change on the metro. Getting to work. Having to get up four o'clock in the morning, you know, just to get to work by six, not get home till eight, nine o'clock just to sleep on somebody else's couch and do it all over again. Because in my mind, I thought that was the right thing to do. I'm giving you all all of what I have, because in my mind, if I give you all the money, what does it matter if I spend time with you? All my time is being spent on a goddamn bus. I'm spending four hours on a bus, eight to 10 hours at work. I, I don't have no time for that. But when that money come, I'm giving it to you. I had to rethink that. I had to understand, nah, that's not how it should be. That's wrong. But that was a societal standard that hit me. Now I'm aware you need money and time. But my peace is being challenged. And my health is being challenged. I'm not in a position to to have the same complicated lifestyles that I was before. I can't. I can't do 15, 16, 17 hours of, of, of stuff and give everything to everybody. I got to be able to have like, like, what is that, that, that TikTok? I got to put me first. I literally had to tell the kids that I think yesterday, like, I got to put me first. Y'all wildin'. Like this, this is a two-story house, and literally where I'm sitting at is between this house. There's four places that I go. This chair that I'm sitting in, my desk that's right to the left of me, my office upstairs for my nine to five, and my bed. 
Other than that, I don't touch the downstairs bathroom, the upstairs bathroom, the computer lab. Like all, I don't mess with none of it. But I got to clean it up. Huh? I don't be in y'all bathroom. I walk past y'all bathroom to go to my bathroom every day. But I, I got to harass you to clean your bathroom up. I got to harass you to clean up the, the laundry room. Like, I had to start understanding that it's just certain things in certain in certain ways that I have to treat myself. Because if I don't treat myself this way, and if I didn't figure out how to treat myself this way, I probably would still be in the midst of chaos, hurt, confusion, and disrespect in my relationships. I say often on this podcast, I prefer open relationships, but in reality, that's just a defense mechanism. Because I don't want to be hurt again. I don't want to put all my ducks in a basket and I fall back into this. I'm in love with you and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And it's just a whole setup that you just trying to take advantage of me. Because like now that I know that these type of people are out there, if I fall into it and you break my heart, I can't be mad at you because I've been fine sitting still. And right now, my my goal is as a father to make sure that my kids see me getting better, not worse. My kids seeing examples that they can be proud of, not be ashamed of. My goal is for them to say, I want to take that idea and I want to take that mannerism and I want to take that example that dad set and I want to better it for myself and then pass it on to my kids and let them better it and so on and so forth. I don't want them to look at me and think, this is a shame. He just let women do what he want, what they want to them. He do all this. He'll give them this money, do that, help take care of their kids. And they disrespect them and leave them by itself. And he in shambles. I had to figure it out. My kids will know real love. They'll understand real love because I'm teaching them to love themselves first. People are not going to treat you how you treat them. People are not going to love you how you love them. So in order for you to teach someone how to love you correctly, you got to figure you out and you have to be able to know when it's time for you to sit still to figure you out. I don't make them live their life so serious right now. Everything that I teach them, I show them at their level. I'm not telling them to live like me. I'm just giving them the the game and the insight that I wish I had as I was coming up. It's not about having multiple women. It's not about also becoming too serious, you know, at this age either. It's about you learning how to 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 have fun. Learning you how learning how to understand yourself and um, your friends. Your like if you are quote unquote dating, it's learning it's learning how to just understand that stuff. You don't know what you don't know, and sometimes what you don't know could be the death of you. And I'm saying that metaphorically on some emotional and spirit type stuff. Cause I've experienced heartbreak and it ain't for the weak. 
And I mean like extensive heartbreak. I've had moments to where I'm like, dang, I can't believe this where I just break down and I'm just like, like just crying, not even out of not being with a person, but because I allowed these type of things to happen to myself because I wasn't aware enough um, to catch it for myself. And I wasn't strong enough to let it be what it's supposed to be for real. I'm always overworking, always reaching for love, always like I'm always reaching. There's no hand to grab me, but yet I'm still reaching and I'm mad that I keep falling off the cliff. I had to figure it out. Like we can we can coexist. As people. I tell the kids all the time. You don't got to be like tripping, acting like y'all thugged out, acting like y'all in a gang. Like we not doing all that. If you got beef with somebody like, all right, y'all can coexist. Y'all, you don't have to speak to or about each other and it can be cool. And as I'm going through, like I was going through my notes and I'm um, just thinking about certain things, how society wants us to be. And I'm just realizing like it's 79 percent of single black moms. I think it's like 23, 24 percent of single black dads and we need each other. As a like, not even just the single parents, but the community, like we need each other to get our heads out of our asses and be willing to help and not judgmental. Willing to understand when people need help and when they using you, because what starts to happen is and, and this is where I feel like we are as as a people, right? I feel like overall there is people who were were helping and they were being givers and they were dealing with takers. And so that became a frustration and it started turning into judgment. And we we never say, hey, you asking for too much. Until we get to a level of frustration And now we don't even want to deal. We have to be able to as just as as lovers of people, we have to just be be able to get to the point to where we can be honest, like, hey, this is a bit much. You keep asking me for money. This is a bit much. You keep asking me to babysit. You're not offering nothing. This is a bit much. What I'm like, you have to be able to say that instead of just doing, 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 doing frustrated. I hate you. Your kids is bad. And then now. You are going to speak this reputation onto this person without ever having a conversation like, yo, why you do that? Like, why, why, why? Like this, like, like your dependence on this situation is becoming unhealthy. We don't have these conversations as people. We just allow it to keep going and keep festering until we get to the point of no return. And now we place the this person did this, this person did that. And we want to tell everybody. And even when we choose to tell one person, we make sure we tell the one person that we know can't hold water. They're going to tell everybody else so that when it comes back, you'll be like, no, I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. Why would I say something? And that's what we're living in. Are like we're we are we our minds are like really being overwhelmed and we running through this maze of chaos of confusion of just dismay. 
And not one of us is stopping and asking for help. Now, one of us is like, yo, we in the wrong direction. Uh, I don't think we should we should go here. We just following the group. We just following the, the baby daddy, baby mama bullshit. And then when when we when we do find uh, that uh, baby mothers and fathers are cool with each other and they co-parent, it's always, oh, they want to be with each other still. They still love each Yeah, they sh- you should. I had a kid with you. I love you. All that other shit is semantics. Once I once I uh, uh, reproduce with you, that's a that's a different level. It don't nothing should break that. I ain't beating you. You ain't beating me. You ain't like, okay, you got an attitude. I got an attitude. All right, bet. But we got a motherfucking kid. Fuck who you with. Fuck who I'm with. That's that's better for them. It's better for the kid to see you happy with somebody and y'all be cool with each other because y'all don't want to be with each other. But y'all got a kid now and y'all got to figure that shit out. Too much ego. Too much hate. Too much reward and chaos. Too much attention and confusion. That's why I stick to myself. That's why I keep fighting the fight that I that I am. That's why I keep my back against the wall and I make sure that I figure it out. It's about me understanding the things that I need to understand to be a better human being, a better partner, a better parent, a better man. I love my my baby moms, my children's mothers. I love seeing other parents love on their kids and be happy. I, 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 I don't like the single parent situation, but I love it when I see them co-parent together. I love to see that they figured it out because there's so much darkness in the world that we already have to fight. It's no purpose of us dimming our own light. It's out there and we have to get to it. What's going on, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for your podcast merch. If you want to tip the podcast, head over to Good Pods and um, and or Poetic Properties Twitter page. There's a tip jar on both of those pages. Um, also, you can cop a book of Pieces of Me. Um, we have 20 copies available, so support in any way that you can. I ask that you like, share, comment um, the podcast and the website, you know, the store. I appreciate every ounce of support that you guys have given thus far. Know that it's all love. No matter the darkness, we got to get to the light. Peace.